the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. You know, when you're dealing with scum, you better prepare yourself to get dirty. This is what I like to do. See, I see through the scams. And every day we call them out. Yesterday we even talked about one that's forming that I still have yet to hear on the news. Somalia, 700 troops, God knows how many hundreds of millions, if not billions in weapons. Weapons are having a good, good year to be the military-industrial complex and own yourself some of these scumbag, dimwit congressmen and senators. Good year for the corrupt military-industrial complex. Big year. Stock market was down 450 points, going a half hour to the close. BlackRock got a big, must have got the phone call. They're going to start talking about the reality of what Bidenomics does, the feudalism, the destruction of your equity, not in just your home, but in your 401K and everything. So they came in with massive buying orders in the last half hours to close unchanged. It doesn't change a damn thing. Everything this Biden makes a decision on is either wrong or based in corruption. Just like Hillary Clinton. Scandal came out today about Hillary Clinton. Oh, but it did. The Duchess of Chaffington. She brought us such scandals as Whitewaters. Not a, not a scandal, though, when she robs old people, frauds documents, worked for Rose Law Firm, cooked the information. Anybody else would have been in prison. Not her. She got a promotion. She was the first lady, also known as the fluffer to Bill Clinton. After that, she was put in charge of all kinds of things under the Obama administration. As the uh, Secretary of State, she, ne- she negotiated and brokered Uranium One to the Russians. Back then, the Russians were wonderful people. Now we don't like them so much as we can use them to enrich all of the corrupt pol- political whores here and abroad. And also arm Ihor Kolomoisky's Asoff Battalion. And the comedian, who makes me laugh my ass off. And nobody says a word. But Elon Musk said he was going to vote Republican yesterday. And then you know what happens. There's a scandal, a supposed scandal. And I wonder, is it a scandal? I mean, what's his, here, let's go to what he's accused of. He is accused, and it's, by the way, it's the front page of the drudge. Musk accused of sexual harassment and cash payoffs. You mean like the one that Bill Gates was accused of when he was on the Lolita Express? with the pedophile for God knows how many times, along with Hillary Clinton's husband? See, the thing about a scandal when a Democrat scumbag does it, in real time you see how they squash the real information about the play-to-play or the bag man, crack-smoking son of the president. You see how that just went ignored. But I wonder, are they going to let this one lie with Elon Musk? But Elon, he's not your average bear. And apparently he's got something up his sleeve or down his trousers. He asked the, uh, the supposed victim of sexual harassment to describe his physique 
and the uniqueness thereof. Thus raising the eyebrows of many people who said, what could be so unique? But, you know, he is Elon Musk. He might have some sort of a genius Schwansteiger. I don't know what's going on, but he called their bluff. And that's how you have to act with them. Don't be afraid and don't show fear. Go ahead. Tell me what I did wrong and let's get it all out in the air. I mean, after all, how are you going to have a scandal with people who are now women dressed like men, men dressed like women and hold jobs because of their sexual proclivities? Is there a scandal left in this country anymore? And the reality is Hillary Clinton is still in the running, regardless of anything she ever did. Fox News alert on the trial of former Clinton campaign lawyer Michael Sussman. Hillary Clinton's 2016 campaign manager, Robbie Mook, testified today that Clinton herself approved the idea of giving the Alpha Bank story to a reporter as part of the Trump-Russia narrative. As you'll remember, that suggested that there were connections between Alpha Bank and the Trump campaign server. The FBI looked into that and found nothing suspicious. The FBI to the rescue again of the Democrat mafia. They seem to always just come in and say, nothing to see here, as their offices are, what, a mile away from Mike Madigan's office? I don't know what you're talking about, because they're not the Federal Bureau of Investigation. They're forever bothering Italians, and that's all they do. They're running cover. They have been running cover. That's why the Hunter laptop, which has been in their possession for two years, then when asked about it, we lost it. We had a problem. It's missing. It's not missing. You're in on the scam, rats. You don't fool me with your side parts and your off-the-rack suits. That's exactly what's been going on here. And the scandals are abound. They've been covering for the Clintons since the 70s. It's a joke, the scandals these idiots have been involved with. Anybody of any decent character wouldn't even utter their name. Mina, Arkansas alone should have put this moron away, not to mention the women he knocked up. He was like Richard Irvin in Aurora. Scandal after scandal with $2 whores. It's no surprise to me what we have here. What is a surprise to me is that this imbecile, imbecile, is still somehow meandering around South Korea thinking he's ordering in a Chinese restaurant, this stupid son of a dog. And what he did to us, the way in which we have to live in the feudalism of the Democrat mafia and how he successfully stole the election makes me sick to my stomach. It really does. Asian American to serve in the cabinet. Norm broke many barriers in his remarkable life of service to the nation. Let us honor his memory and follow the power of his example. I wish everyone, everyone a happy Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. I didn't know it was that. Did you know it was that, Squirrel? Do me a favor. I want to hear a little Don Ho music now in honor of all of this Native American, Native A, whatever the hell it is. Give me a little Don Hoyo music when you can. In the meantime, we'll deal with the inflation and the ruined economy and the corruption therein, you moron. I'm sick of this stuff. We have to talk about it because the American people think the reason for inflation is government spending more money. Simply not true. No. For the first time in history, we could go through history, look at every economy that's ever collapsed. We could look at it all. We could look at the 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 constitution of the soviet union and the democrat platform and see exactly what brought down the country we could look at it all and history proves time in and time out that the only thing that creates inflation is government and their money policy their monetary policy it's it but here's joe biden who never held a job in his miserable con artist life never he's here to tell you that's all wrong 
Inflation is made in Washington because only Washington can create money. And any other attribution of an, to other groups of inflation is wrong. Consumers don't produce it. Producers don't produce it. The trade unions don't produce it. Foreign sheiks don't produce it. Oil imports don't produce it. What produces it is too much government spending and too much government creation of money and nothing else. That's right, Uncle Milty. And here's another thing. Here's another thing. Policies that prevent recovery. Oh, but it's true. You see, when you look at Europe and you see the pickle they're in with their energy, that's self-inflicted. That's suicide what they did. They set themselves up to be destroyed, their quality of life destroyed. That's exactly what happened when we allowed the Democrat mafia to usurp and steal the election in 2020. That's exactly what happened. And now they've got their cohorts out there trying to wiggle out from it. Now, yesterday we heard the Native American moron, Halland, with two A's. Now we've got the inside trader. See, I like an inside trader who's all dolled up in her $3,500 shoes to tell you how she understands what the common man is going through. It's Jennifer Granholm talking to Senator Sullivan. But can you comment on the three examples I just gave? You say you want to increase... Wait, wait, wait. Squirrel, we got to give him the three examples first. You hit the wrong button. Damn it. There has been a comprehensive hostility to the energy sector by this administration, not necessarily you, day one. I watch it every day. Every day. So you're saying we need to increase supply. Let me give you just the last three weeks. The Department of... Now, this is important. This is the last three weeks is exactly when we've been under the crunch like never before. We are record prices. It's never been this high. And I'm just talking gas, let alone all of the other inflation indicators. Never, ever this kind of a parabolic percentage move. And instead of helping you for the last 21 days, these liars, as they go before camera, they testify, and they put that lipstick on a pig of their policies, have been lying the whole time. Interior, again, not you announced that they're taking half of the National Petroleum Reserve set aside by Congress for oil and gas drilling in my state off the table. The most prolific oil reservoir in the world right now. Everybody who explores there finds billion barrel fields. Now what he's talking about is the northwest quadrant of this country. We have enough organic fuel, oil, natural gas, and the rest to last us over a thousand years and every time they look there's more do you know why because they want you to believe it's finite they've been selling you that it's finite ever since people thought roosevelt could walk it isn't finite it's always being produced by the earth and that's what they don't want you to know secretary holland your colleague came to alaska and announced half of it's off the table that is not focused on increasing supply it's the opposite. Let me give you another one. Last week, Cook Inlet Basin, okay, that's the other prolific oil and gas field in Alaska. At the last minute, the Biden administration canceled the lease sale. That is exactly the opposite of... Now, I just saw the Native American, Holland, say that's not true. And then when they called her yesterday, oh, there was some stammering, there was some paper shuffling. Well, why isn't this the lead story? And where is the FBI? Are you getting your hair done? You guys getting your haircuts? Or are you getting your, your off-the-rack suits tailored, you useless son of dogs? Get off your ass and do something. Arrest these idiots. Getting supply on the market. 
Three weeks ago, the Council on Environmental Quality issued new NEPA rules. Everybody and their mother knows what they are. They're meant to delay energy projects. I read them in detail. This is the last three weeks. NPRA off the table, Cook Inlet lease sale canceled, and NEPA rules to kill the production of American energy. That's what you guys just did. Do you have a response to any of that? Now, how can this be you can do nothing? I've got to wait six months so these rat bastards could steal another election? They've got it down to a science. They steal the fracking elections. They're ballot harvesting. They're, they're, they're running people who have been dead. It's preposterous. It's disgusting. Six months. What's six months like if you're hanging on by a thread? Not everybody has a phony baloney job like the rest of these idiots. And I'd like details. And maybe you don't know. And look, I'm not coming after you. The I Department am, of Interior is a disaster. They, from day one, and day one, President Biden came and said, oh, and we're going to stop anything in Anwar. He can't do that. The Congress of the United States said there shall be two lease sales in Anwar. President, day one, we're not going to do Anwar. Sorry, Mr. President, your job under the U.S. Constitution is to faithfully execute the law. The law says two lease sales. But what did he do? He enriched not just our enemy, like Putin, or the Saudis, who for the first time in their miserable, inbred, wife-beating, child-mutilating existence has a company that's the wealthiest in the world. But he also paid off the bribe once again to Ukraine. Because, yes, they still got the oil and the natural gas. They're still making a fortune. How much of this nonsense do I have to pretend is political rather than intentional destruction of my country from traitors? They're not Democrats. They're traitors. 312-642-5600. AM560. The answer. That's not Don Hall. Come on, you heard the dimwit in diapers, soggy bottom Biden. It's some sort of holiday among the Hawaiians. There's not a better Hawaiian on the world. Except when Elvis was in Hawaii singing. You know I love Elvis. Tommy G, Valparaiso. You're going to tell us what a scumbag. It's Tom Dittmer that did that, right? That rat bastard. He's smacking somebody. Who no, are you hitting, because Tom? she's an old lady. She doesn't get it. All right, you can't, you can't hit the old women. Mitchell in displays. <laughs> Hey, what's up there, Sean? First of all, anyone that has done the research understands that the church committee in 1975 outed out all of Kennedy, Eisenhower, and LBJ, and Nixon going after prime ministers and assassinations, which led to the House Select Committee on Assassinations in 1978. So, of course, you're never going to find out the real truth behind Biden or Hillary Clinton or what their clandestine affairs were, because you know why? They're done by design. The reality is, is that Biden is doing one thing with regards to what energy he is lining his pockets on policies that he knew this was coming this idiot knew that by 2014 that the ukraines okay we're going to have a conflict with russia so what does he do he cuts off all the plot of you know, the keystone pipeline he takes down all the leasing in north dakota ohio ohio north dakota and by the way for those folks that don't even understand what they're talking about north dakota can basically Take care of all of our gasoline for like 20 years. You're exactly so, right, Mitchell. It's actually, Mitchell, I hate to break it to you. It's a thousand years. Oceans and oceans of oil. Did you know that they even have had a way since two, World War II? Do you ever wonder how Germany, small little Germany, how did it launch World War? How did it launch a World War? Where did it get the oil from? 
Now, some people out there will tell you Iran, and there is a little bit of truth to that, but they've supplied 75% of their own oil. Anybody ever wonder how they did it? See, because we've actually made science. It's called the fischer tropsch and I'm butchering that, but I don't speak German, process. And it's something that they perfected 80 years ago. They don't want us to know that the organic world, where we don't need government mitigation, can be done by Americans. And what they need to do is protect that industry. Because big oil, to a certain extent, is in on the scam, too. See, big oil also owns a tremendous amount of the renewables. Big oil needs to keep some of their own money. So they have to buy off the corrupt government to do so. What we need is an enema of Democrat mafia members and Republicans who like the scam more than they like the freedom. Because what they understand, if things were run right and honestly and on American principles, we would need them for jack. In fact, they would be put back in the straitjacket the American government is supposed to be in. But why would they give it up now? Why would they give it up now when they've got us chasing their tail? I want to remind you, this is a, a montage of consultants that were brought on TV from MSNBC to CNN to Fox News and the rest of it. How many of you knew all of the so-called experts from a NATO, former head of NATO, to uh, generals and the rest of it? How many of you knew they are all on the boards of these companies that are reaping tremendous rewards? So can the U.S. deliver the heavy weapons? The U.S. has contributed, I think, nearly $2 billion in aid, militarily, economic, uh, since this war began. Can the U.S. be doing more? The most important thing right now is the weapons, weapon systems, the weapons they need. They need to have stingers and the javelins, the but they also need anti-aircraft uh, uh, capabilities. CO2 they need anti-missile capabilities. They need anti-tank uh, capabilities. There's a lot of weapon systems, the weapons they need. We have to bring these weapons uh, to get the weapons to the Ukrainians, to move these weapon systems, to deliver those weapon systems, make sure that the Ukrainians are getting the weapons with uh, anti-missile capabilities, Patriot missiles, the S-300s, the S-400s, weapon systems. Additional aircraft, as many weapons as necessary to provide weapons, so sophisticated weapons, whatever possible weapons can be provided. You know why he's doing this, Undisclosed don't you, conflict of interest. He works at a firm whose clients include Raytheon, the second largest military contractors in the world. The most important thing right now is the weapons. He's on commission. We should arm the Ukrainians. Got a commission weapons, supplies, billion with the weapons. Arm weapons with ammunition. We have to simply do more. To do something more. To do more. That's Jay Johnson. We will have to do more. More That's direct Obama's involvement guy. of some kind will be inevitable. More arms, more and more, more and more pressure for us to do more and more by way of supplying weapons, arms. Undisclosed conflict of interest. He's on the board of directors at Lockheed Martin, the largest military contractor in the world. That was a Republican first, then a Democrat second. And that's why no one wants to talk about Somalia, because that one's about weapons and oil. Oh, and lithium, too. Let's not forget that. What about all that stuff in Afghanistan? Oh, China got that already. And who made the decision to make sure that that all went to China? The only moron to ever hold the office that obviously has soiled a seat or two in his time and was paid $31 million specifically to him and his crack-smoking son. Traitors. That's what they are. 312-642-5600. AM560, The Answer. So I have Bunny... 
I send her, I inundate her with clips all day. The way that it works is it's a stream of my consciousness. And I just send her clips all day long. And I, I don't know, I thought this was, this is spectacular. The vice president of this country, vice president, she's obviously a complete and total moron. She got the job because she pleasured Willie Brown. This, this, this girl did nothing good in her life. This is a grown woman. Listen to this. This is today. And so I think about this subject of our yellow school buses in that regard. Because think about it. Yellow school buses are our nation's largest form of mass transit. How about that? Every day. So, yes, and let's applaud. Yeah, there's your cousin clapping in the background. (laughs) And every day, then, think about this in terms of the numbers. Every day in our country, more than 25 million children ride to and from school on our nation's fleet of school buses every day. Yeah, honey, well, you should have been on a short one. I never saw anything like this. We've got these buses, and they take the kids to school, and then they take them back. And it's fantastic. And now they're going to be electric. And sure, you're going to spend billions and billions and billions of dollars. We've never had less of those little kids going to school. Except we got this new crop coming in. And they're not going to be able to speak a lot of English. So they're going to have to have somebody take them. They can't read the street signs. Tommy G. Yeah, I'm back. I got cut off by a Democrat before there, Sean. Real quick. No, tell Tommy, before you get started, about- I got to tell you something. Yeah. I, don't know, I don't know how long you've been married to the old lady, but she's a keeper. She was all in, yeah. except she reasoned with yeah. you. You know, you can't hit her. She's too old. Yeah. I like that woman. Yeah, no. Yeah, she's a good gal. Listen, uh, real quick, tell your listeners about when Hillary Clinton traded cattle. Uh, you Dittman. and I did that when we're on the floor. We'd be in jail. First of all, if you and I did it, we would have had to have the margin to take delivery and then sell it and then put it on again because that's what she did. What she did is impossible. What she did is right, she took a one in, lot. Right. She took a one lot and held it for a year. Well, where's the delivery? Who paid the delivery storage? I remember. I, I listen. My my third day in in the uh, in the hog pit or the pork bellies. I didn't realize it was ex, uh, it, it was expiration, and I took three cars and I was all proud of myself because I had a lead on them. Tell me what it's like when you got to pay storage on that stuff. It was insanity. What she did is so bu- I, absolutely illegal. And Tom Dittmer ran cover. And then right after her husband won, his wife became the ambassador to Sweden or some other pansy ambassador. Take a look at it. That's the absolute corruption that only a Democrat mafia member could come get up, get away with. Thank you, Tommy G. Good luck with the old lady. Don't get arrested this weekend. Susan, Highland Park. Hi there. So it's been a while talking about the woke culture wars we're in. Today I had a dandy. I went to my Northwestern medical doctor and at check-in, the male nurse, the first question out of the gate, Nat, can I take your blood pressure, was which personal preference pronouns would you prefer to use today? Did you have a skirt on? Because you should have lifted it up and said, what do you think? I just, I'm telling everyone, you got to do what I did. And I said, I don't play this game. And he wanted to refute me. And I said, I'm a woman. Use the corresponding pronoun, to which there is none in his world. So um, what a di- Now, this is a doctor was, you're going to go to for medical treatment. I mean, at that right. moment, Susan, you get your purse and you turn around and you go to another doctor. Well, that's what I'm planning to do next. But here's the punchline. I'm sure they'll ban me before I can write the board of that institution. They need to hear 
And every of our listeners need to push back on these little cultural weirdnesses that are going on because yeah. this is the stuff that does add up and it does matter. Once again, Susan, it's going to take Melrose Parkers to the rescue because you ask a guy from Melrose Park which pronoun he wants to use, and he's <laughs> taking it out. Thank you very much, Susan. I appreciate it. What do you think, pal? Huh? Show this to your girlfriend. She'll never feel the same about you. And in the meantime, the Democrats are going to continue to destroy the continuity of our life. And it's all going to be done by an old man that for some reason people are afraid to impeach. He is the commander in chief. He should be taking full responsibility, not blaming everyone, not blame, it's always somebody else's <laughs> fault. Let's be absolutely clear about why prices are high now. They're high for two reasons. One was COVID. And now, second big reason for inflation is Vladimir Putin and gas prices. <laughs> not a joke. Wrong. Do you know how hard it is for me to find this montage? Not hard at all. Because his entire career, he's been a, talking out of the side of his neck, lying Irish gypsy fraud. An absolute one. It's just disgraceful and despicable. And in the meantime, we've got some good news here in Illinois. I like to, you know, a lot of times I beat on the Democrats. Rightfully so, they deserve every instant of it. But no one is buying the polls in Illinois of the scum Richard Irvin, least of which is his pimp of the political whore. Ken Griffin, the pimp, also the head of Citadel. He's uh, hedging his bets. This was yesterday. New tonight, a Chicago billionaire and businessman says he is ready to move his company out of Chicago because of the crime. Ken Griffin runs the Citadel Hedge Fund and Citadel Securities. His headquarters are on South Dearborn Street, but he's now looking to expand his current offices in New York and Florida. He has expressed his frustration with the violence before. In today's interview with Bloomberg, Griffin says if things don't change, the firm is moving. Griffin recently donated $25 million to help finance a new universe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a, he's a philanthropist on top of it, another write-off. Here's what that means. Let me, let, I, I, listen, I understand when the scumbag speaks what he's really saying. Don't forget where I grew up. I know how to speak scumbag. What he's saying is he doesn't like the results of his $45 million that he threw down the sewer of corrupt hole known as Richard Irvin. He doesn't like the news story about the, the, the ex-wife and the scandal where he was bribed once before and used her as the bag man. He doesn't like the story of the baby mama. He doesn't like the story of the other pot-smoking dimwit getting a, a pepper sprayed in the face in a pot dispensary store. What he's basically saying is Irvin is losing, and they can't even lie about the polls anymore. This is good news. Because anybody attached to Irvin... This is because I know there's a one or two guys that think, oh, I just got to ride the sea of gold. This will come back to bite you in the ass if you attach yourself to this political whore, Richard Irving. It will come back in, if, really, it's going to come back for the rest of your political career. You won't have one if you stay attached to that piece of garbage because everybody knows what he is now. David and Lansing. Uh, hey, hey, Sean, I, I just had an idea when that oh, uh, lady called about, when yeah, you have ideas. you're going to like this. Yeah, all right, sure. But I just, the light bulb went off today. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm really, I'm, I'm, I'm riveted. What do you got? Okay, when, when the woman, when a man goes into an office and they ask, you know, what, what pronoun do you identify as, you got to say something like this. Oh. Cyborg, Cyberdyne Systems T-1000, metal yeah. surrounded by 
living That's tissue. That's what happens when a nerd doesn't have cable and he has to watch the same movie for like 17 hours. He watched, he watched <laughs> Terminator for 17 hours. You just go in. There it is. No, 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 squirrel. You just go in and you give the information that Oprah would give. But my JJ is painting. That's all you got to say. Now you guess what I am. 312-642-5600. AM560. The answer. I'm woman. Hear me roar. Numbers too big to ignore. And I'm not too big to ignore. Is that Carpenter? Who is that? I know that voice. Damn it. It's not Carpenter. Who is it? John, Milwaukee. Hello, Sean. I'm a man and I've never been pregnant. I don't know if that's okay or not, but anyways. But you're in Milwaukee. I've you got one of those doc- beer bellies? You got one of those Miller <laughs> beer bellies? Not, not yet. <laughs> that's a good look where you got I've a belly button needs three- a hubcap. Yeah, that's a rough look. Go ahead. <laughs> I've been to the doctor three times, first times, and this is in about the last two months. And um, you get this thing, how was your visit? And I wrote to them, and I said, you know, you fired between 700 and 800 of your doctors and nurses. Why in the hell do I think that you would, quote, care, unquote, about me? I've never got uh, a subsequent survey in my last two visits. The other thing is I noticed uh, somebody the other day called in and said, well, what about the Republicans? they got to get out there. Watch Martha Blackburn, Ron Johnson, Rick Scott, Rand Paul on on C-SPAN or YouTube and how they ripped into Mayorkas. Yeah, well, Facebook took her down an hour ago. Facebook, Facebook. Are you serious? Yeah, they took down Marsha Blackburn an hour ago because um, she thought that biological men have no place in women's sports. You know, all of the things that this country stands on. The common sense. No kidding. We now are. Oh, oh, is that misinformation? Will the truth ministry take me down if I say that a man with a three-piece set shouldn't be competing against women? I mean, it's preposterous. And the women aren't complaining. Please, we're following no around these. from the women. We're following around these idiots like Kamala Harris, these morons like AOC. Thank you for the call. These imbeciles. And we're, we're, they're, they're taking the argument down to a preposterous level. Here's AOC. Here's another genius rock star of the Democrat Party. An absolute moron. She would be with Kamala Harris on the short bus. For people who say, oh, but you're, you know, you're... You're harming a life. I believe this is life. Well, some religions don't. So how about that? Our Jew- First of all, hey, stupid. Stupid. What religion? Did anyone say religion, you moron? It's about science. Don't you believe in science, you dimwit with your glazed face and your glazed eyes? Jewish brothers and, f- and sisters, they are able to have an abortion according to their faith. You know, there are so many faiths that do not have the same definition of life as fundamentalist Christians. And so we how what about their rights? What about their right to exercise their faith? It's ridiculous. And it is it's it is theocratic. It's authoritarian. <laughs> it is wrong. You moron. Now make a screwdriver, dummy. Who has common sense? Because most of this stuff, like a border, a border, 
I want a border. Call me conservative. Call me liberal. I want a border. I want voter ID. I want low taxes. Call me liberal. Call me anything you want. But when you think about it, most of it's uh, common sense. I mean, I think 95% of it's not conservative or liberal, it's common sense. When Bingo. Canada refused to come to the table to negotiate the NAFTA disaster, we have an agreement, the worst agreement ever made. So bad. It's such a once for years and years, decades. See, this is the part where I wanted to disagree with him, but he didn't explain why he says it's so bad. It's so bad because it gave favored nation status. That. And you know what? He must have done a poll and said, we've got half the country that votes for these idiots called Democrats. Am I going to really try to explain the nuances of favored nation status with these idiots? He couldn't take the time to do it because how in the world could you elect someone like AOC? How in the world did we end up with this dimwit in diapers? We got here because the nation, unfortunately, is corrupted. And the people that really are excited about these corrupt morons like AOC, like Pritzker, like uh, name a Democrat. You know them all. The ones who are excited about Lori Light Lightfoot, they're really morons. And they just want something for nothing. They're not interested in freedom. They're not interested in success because they know they can't obtain it. And their ideology has to revolve around making sure others cannot as well. That is the Democrat Party. That is why their policies are steeped in restraint, extortion, control, and fascism. And now they just got to find the face that they think is pretty to put it on a stupid idea. Well, you're 0 for 2 if you're going to go with Kamala Harris, also known as Camel Joe, or AOC, Rico Suave. I wonder what her pronoun is. I think I like that one. From now on, squirrel, I want all the clips to put, be put under Rico Suave. I'm tired of looking at AOC. 312. 642-5600. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. Immigration is what the country, in essence, is built upon. Immigration done the right way, guaranteeing safety of the citizens. That's legal immigration. What exactly is the penalty for illegal immigration? What has it been since the Clinton administration? What has it been? It has been politicized. It has been a weapon. And unfortunately, we're losing the ideological war, especially at a time where today in this country... COVID cases are 103,467, and a year ago, they were 30,149. Now, even a CPS student knows that's more, three times as much. I wanted to bring on one of my favorite people in the Trump administration, bar none. His name is Tom Homan. He was the director of U.S. Immigration and Custom Enforcement under the Trump administration. Tom, thank you so much for joining me. Hey, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. 
You know, Tom, I have a, a clip I was going to lead in with, but it took too long. It was it was Bill Clinton during the State of the Union 1995 when he assured the American citizens that he would use the laws to protect them from, at that time, dangerous illegal immigration. You couple that with the fact that we have bust after bust, hundreds of millions of dollars of drugs that can kill and are killing our kids. We had one benefit in place, and that was the only benefit of the COVID restrictions, was to keep out immigrants that could potentially infect our nation. Is now the time to take it away? Look, you know, Title 42, they take it away. Border Patrol is only overwhelmed, right? Because even with Title 42 in place, they're looking at beating you know, last year's numbers, which are historic. Last year's numbers are the highest we've, the country's ever seen, 1.7. Actually, it's 1.9. The administration even lied about that. However, let's take the 1.7, the highest in our history. We're on, we're on a path right now to beat last year's numbers by half a million. So even with Title 42 in place, we're going to blow last year's numbers out of the water. And the situation is that the Secretary of Homeland Security has the, has the ultimate authority. If you want to secure the border, you fight for it. You to do for the Main Mexico program back in place. Now, we, we sued, sued, sued him to do that, and we won. I actually filed an affidavit in that lawsuit. So if he really was concerned about securing the border, Put Title 42 aside, with it, without it. Remain in Mexico program will have a huge impact on the southern border, but he refuses to do it. He ought to be held in contempt of court because the federal judge ordered him to do it. He's doing about 5% of what the Trump administration did. So, yeah, Title 42, I'm glad the judge just decided just a half hour ago that's going to stay in place. That helps the Border Patrol. But if you want to help the Border Patrol more because you're overwhelmed, like I said, they're going to beat last year's numbers by half a million, put the Remain in Mexico program back in place. The show, um, uh, the Congress, which is the show, I might as well call it a show, it's a kabuki theater, exposed and had Jerry Nadler admit that because of the status in which they give as a sanctuary city, illegal immigrants can vote in municipal races. So it can, it's, it's very well possible that the mass majority of illegal immigrants voted for the new mayor of New York and other races. In our very own Chicago, there is a program that has just started of basic income. 3,200 families uh, are going to get $500 a month. I have the questionnaire in front of me. The question is, can I apply if I am an undocumented immigrant? Yes. The pilot is open to all Cook County households, regardless of immigration status. Isn't this now just a political weapon where the idea is to stuff the ballot boxes and continue to strengthen the foothold the, 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 the Marxist mafia has on this country? Well, exactly. I've been asked many times, why does the Biden administration unsecure the border? I said, look, this is all by design. Not only did he unsecure the border, they also over, they also overturned the Trump census rule, which means millions of people now be counted in census in cities like Chicago, illegal aliens be counted in census, which is going to do what? It's going to result in more seats in the House for the Democrats. So they don't even have to vote to have an, have an, uh, an effect on our electorate. And look, and, and, and there's no reason to unsecure the border other than they perceive a future political benefit by doing so. So not only opening the border up, but they decapitated ICE. At the same time, you got the Secretary of Homeland Security saying being in the country illegally is not enough to be arrested. He says this in the middle of the most historic crisis we ever had. And on top of that, he says worksite enforcement operations can't be done by ICE anymore. So the number one reason people come to this country is to get a job. Now ICE can't arrest you if you're here illegally. And they can't arrest you at a work site. So, look, this is all by design. This isn't mismanagement. This isn't incompetence. This is by design. This is open borders. 
Why? Because they perceive a future political benefit they think they're importing future Democratic voters. You're a former policeman, so you've been around law enforcement. Part of your duties was custom enforcement. In all of these, in all of these uh, arenas you've been in, have you ever seen the free flow of the only thing that appears to be immune to inflation, the drugs, the fentanyl, the heroin? Have you ever um, seen a, an effort by politicians to protect that trade? And should Joe Biden, in fact, become an honorary Sinaloa cartel member? Absolutely. Joe Biden's first president is this nation that, one, unsecured a secure border, and number two, actively facilitating a cross-border crime. Now, the secretary, he knows damn well there's 700,000 gotaways. He knows damn well we have a, a, a historic crisis on fentanyl, and DEA says it's going to be an epidemic uh, crisis this year. They know 95% of fentanyl is coming to the southwest border. So for that reason alone, why will they not secure the border? All they got to do is dust off the Trump policies that we created. They can do that in a day. They bring me back and a couple other guys. We'll, we'll secure the border in a week. So, you know, why would they continue supporting open borders, non-immigration enforcement on the interior, knowing it's killing Americans? And not only that, in the first year of Joe Biden, more migrants have died on U.S. soil under Joe Biden any year in my career. I think I mentioned that before. There is no downside on a secure border. But these folks, again, they're selling this country's safety out. They're selling our national security out. They're selling our sovereignty out for what they perceive as a future political benefit. They want the power, and no one's going to stop them from doing it. But we take the House and send it back here in October, that'd be the first step. But we've got to take the White House back because the president still has the power of the executive pen. They still hurt. Tom, I, I, mean, I mean, six days feels like six months. i got to wait six months for the midterms. i got 901 days for the election. I mean, you know, I'm getting older. I'm aging beautifully, but I'm getting older. I remember during the Obama years, the Minutemen, saw the futility in Obama's immigration, and they mounted up, and they went to the border, and there was uh, you know, a political pushback and the rest of it. We're about, what, six weeks after Abbott and DeSantis, well, Abbott specifically, started to enforce the Texas border. Has there been any improvement in that arena? Well, you know, kind of. But, but, uh, Governor Abbott is doing more than anybody in the administration is to help secure the border. Every person who arrests for trespass there's one less gotaway, so at least we can better we'll find out who they are and not release them. Every ounce of fentanyl he takes off the street is, you know, less death. So, yeah, it's, it's very meaningful. But I think what he needs to do, and, and, and the uh, Attorney General of Arizona has already declared uh, this to be an invasion by legal terms, you know, we need to invoke the constitutional clause of invasion. Let the state start, start uh, enforcing immigration on the border and actually start deporting people because uh, without that, I mean, there's, there's no consequence and no deterrence. And, I mean, and, their job is to protect us. This, this is the most aggravating thing about it. Their job is to protect us. I'm from a neighborhood that actually was a, was a, was a hub of, of illegal immigration in the 60s and 70s and 80s. However, it was a different caliber of illegal immigrant. They were the people that came here for the reasons of improving their life. We're in the city of Chicago where the, the murder and the mayhem I think if you add it all up and you add up all these Democrat hubs, it's far worse than what we're seeing in Ukraine. Yet our government seems inept. And I'm wondering, you're in touch with the people who are supposed to enforce the existing laws. I see all of the news clips, and I know that there are uh, border agents that are disgusted and they yell at Mayorkas. What's it, I mean, 
what what is it like now? I mean, aren't we at a boiling point with that? Look, there, there is no morale in the border patrol. They feel abandoned by the president of the United States. They feel abandoned by the secretary. I mean, these agents are processing, changing diapers, making baby formula. Look up at a TV set in the process room, only to see the secretary, only to see the secretary, only to see the secretary tell them that the border's secure and the, and the border's closed. Yeah. So it, it's just it's ridiculous that what these men and men and women agree have to put up with. Is there more stockpile of baby formula at the border than there is in the stores? I don't know, but I do know this. The government seems to get the uh, baby formula for them with no problem, but what's the government done for the American people? I'll say this. They, they've taken doctors and nurses out of veterans' hospitals and sent them down the border to care for illegal immigrants. So they're going to take the medical care away from our American heroes, the ones that made the ultimate sacrifice and got injured defending this country. And they got less medical coverage now because we're sitting at the southwest border to, to support those who enter the country illegally, which is a crime. This administration is clearly not putting America first. Are you going to wait to be appointed or are you going to run for something? I, had a, I was down in Mar-a-Lago three weeks ago. I said, President Trump saying it to him, he comes back, I come back. He comes back, I'll come back. We'll fix this. I guarantee it. We'll dust off his plans. It's going to be a lot of work, though. We've got a lot of damage to fix, but I want to come back and work for the greatest president of my lifetime, Donald Trump. Well, you're one of the patriots. We need to do that. His name is Tom Holman. I want to thank you for making time for me. And more importantly, I want to thank you for my grandkids I haven't met because it's people like you that put up a fight that will make the country somewhat resemble what I remember it as. Thank you very much, Tom Holman. All right. Thanks for having me. We'll be back with your calls and comments after this. AM 560. The answer. Don Ho. All right. Now find out what exactly month it is. I want to focus just on the Hawaiians. Where would we be without that dance, you know, the one with the bottom? The hula dance, yeah. You know, in the, in the wrong place, that'll cost you $30 a song. Chicago Veterans Runk March is back. Come out and help us raise awareness of suicide prevention of our veterans. Sunday, May 28th, 17-mile walk to honor 17 veterans that are lost every day to suicide. That is just unbelievable. The walk will start midway through the University of Chicago's campus. For more information to sign up to donate, visit chicagovets.org. Boy, oh boy. Now, there's a, the, the, the reason that this Democrat mafia always was a shady mafia organization. I mean, since you could go back to the prohibition, it was always the Democrat mafia. But up until very recently, they at least understood right from wrong. All Americans, not only in the states most heavily affected, but in every place in this country, are rightly disturbed by the large numbers of illegal aliens entering our country. The jobs they hold might otherwise be held by citizens or legal immigrants. The public service they use impose burdens on our taxpayers. I'm pretty sure. That's why our administration has moved aggressively to secure our borders more by hiring a record number of new border guards, by deporting twice as many criminal aliens as ever before, by cracking down on illegal hiring, by barring welfare benefits to illegal aliens. In the budget I will present to you, we will try to do more now, to see, speed the deportation of illegal aliens who are arrested for Democrat. crimes. That's the one that they talk about how great the economy was, how he had a surplus. And he was dragged to that. 
But he had the principles of Americanism, and I didn't like the shady sidewinder intern molesting pig that he was, you know, because I have that rule, never trust a man with a really ugly wife. However, what I will say is he had policies that didn't damage the structures of our nation. I'm against welfare in general. I think it should be private. I think it should be charity. I think it should be temporary. But I also understand what the game is. The game isn't about immigrants. They don't care about the immigrants any more than they care about anything. It's about protecting the organized syndicate. So in the city of Chicago, the illegal alien has just as many opportunities, if not more so, than the other citizens, where if you wanted to deter this kind of behavior, you would not reward them by allowing them, and when I say them, I mean people who are here illegally. I love legal immigration because what will save our country are people coming here from the ideas the Democrat mafia is selling to our citizens now. Who will save us are the immigrants. The immigrants from the former Soviet Union make the best Americans, aside from the Cubans, aside from the Venezuelans, aside from the people who are good people fleeing bad governments. The problem is we have a bad government here, and they're so incompetent they don't even know their own rules. This is the head, head of, of, Can of the I ask Congressional Mr. Chairman, Judicial Committee. You're from New York. Thanks to New York City's council, uh, beginning January 9th, 2023, more than 800,000 non-citizens will be eligible to vote in municipal elections in New York. Is that? Do you agree with that? 800,000 people who are non-citizens will vote in municipalities in New York. 800,000. What is it in Chicago? Do you think there's going to be an inquiry sign as if someone's a citizen? Because there isn't for the $500 a month that you're not going to get. Not that you should get it. Not that anybody should get it. But the idea that we're qualifying illegal immigrant, immigrants to get the 500 they could have showed up yesterday and now they're in in the pool. Because the only real qualification is that you vote Democrat. No, nor non-citizens will not be eligible to, to vote in New York. They never have been. Well, they, they were part in the 19th century eligible to vote in New York. Well, no, this is and a recent action. It was just no, passed in December. No, that, that, that is not correct. Uh, Non-citizens uh, have judiciary. not been eligible to vote in New York. Doesn't or, even know as the far fracking know, rules in of his own state, state. Uh, since the 19th century. That's not true. The New York City Council voted in December to allow this. It begins January 9, 2023. Cities in Vermont and Maryland already allow this, and similar measures are under consideration in Illinois, Maine, and, and uh, Massachusetts right now. All Democrat mafia strongholds. Illinois, did you hear it? Did you hear it? You heard it, right? You. Yes. Uh, I believe those are um, considerations of allowing votes in municipal elections only. Right. Does that not matter? But, but th th thank you. That's the point. <laughs> Everybody wants to know at home, why would they allow this? Guys, they're allowing it because they're going to turn them into voters. They already are doing this in New York City, largest city in America, and this is the plan of our friends on this side to turn... Now, at the same time, the reason this irks me, at the same time this is going on, there are foot soldier Marxist members from BLM to the rest of the anarchists that are teaching their kids and are teaching strangers and are teaching illegal immigrants how to skip answering questions by law enforcement. See, now, if you're an honest person, you work all the time, and you get pulled over, you, of course, comply. You're an honest American. But there are the mafia members and their foot soldiers, the same ones who stuff ballots and steal elections, that are teaching those people behind them how to never 
give their ID when pulled over. Hey guys, how's it going? Don't want to talk? All right. Got any ID? Don't get back behind me. Step back over there. Back over there. You got an ID on you? You have an ID. Even if you guys have ID, that's all I'm asking. You're not supposed to be out on the highway. It's not meant to be walking on to film people, all right? You're going to get out of my face. No, no. What's your name's a badge number? Step back. You need to step back. Step What's back. your name's step a badge back. number? You What's your name? They tell the kids, the scum, the punks, the transgender, whatever they are, they tell them you don't have to give your ID, but they have to give your name and badge, which is a technicality, and it is true. Now, people think, oh, this is right. No, it's not. Because they're in dangerous neighborhoods, and sometimes they're in dangerous circumstances. But moreover, what's the broader point? Is to overwhelm law enforcement, to demoralize, to put them in the, in the category of the defensive position versus the criminal, who lately, if you haven't been paying attention, is in the offensive position. So much so, they are emboldened to do anything. And now it's normal. Normal. On a Thursday night, they have 10 people shot in a sewer of Chicago. Where's all the politicians? Where's the best lunch date in the country, Kamala Harris? Oh, she's talking about school buses. See, that's why I like Florida. This is a Florida sheriff. But we have received information in social media that some of the criminals were going to take their criminal conduct into the neighborhoods. I would tell them if you value your life, you probably shouldn't do that in Polk County because the people of Polk County like guns. They have guns. I encourage them to own guns. And they're going to be in their homes tonight with their guns loaded. And if you try to break into their homes to steal, to set fires, I'm highly recommending they blow you back out of the house with their guns. That's why some states are better than others. They just all happen to be void of Democrat scum. 312-642-5600. AM560. take this call because it's very relevant. 312-642-5600. Tom Harvard. Tom? We lose Tom? All right. (laughs) Tom was going to talk about um, suicide prevention for veterans. The reason I have my stance of corrupted foreign policy isn't because I don't mind fighting. I do. I like a good fight. I Nobody's more upset about the invention of the gun than me. I like the old Norwegians. After all, it's how 65 of them sacked York. But the reality is what the ramifications of a corrupt foreign policy enriches the most corrupt people among us. And who pays the cost? It's always the honest patriot, the soldier. So I get aggravated when I am watching the tunnel to tower foundation and you see all these young men mutilated all because of political corruption that's why and then the other ramification is if somehow they come back they're hit with the reality that what they did was to protect that corruption it's why so many of the vietnam vets had a hard time struggling with that war that they bought the bull dung from their government You'd think in the year 2022 we'd be on, we would be beyond that. But then again, we've got a bunch of idiots that never held a job in their life forcing us to do all kinds of things. 
Tom Harvard. Hi, Tom. Hello. Are you there? I'm there. Uh, I Go wanted ahead. to talk to you about the. Go ahead. Oh, am I on? You are. Yes. Okay. What I wanted to talk to you about was the uh, suicide from the veterans and all that. All right. But I'm going to go on a, a little rant for a little bit because it's all related, and my subject matter is the use of antidepressants. And if you go back to Columbine, Colorado, Northern Illinois University, um, uh, Colorado theater shooting, all these and so many more are related to the use, misuse, or coming down from antidepressants. And no one ever talks about that. We want to blame the gun unless you're black. Then we blame something else. But well, it's the marriage. It's the marriage of two. You know what's what's interesting about what you're saying? It's the marriage of of two corrupt uh, industries. It's the marriage of two two industries that own politicians. And I, I, you know, I'm not going to disagree with you. I think the, the the worst thing that could happen to a society is it becomes intoxicated, or it becomes dulled down, or it becomes drugged. And you see the you, you see the, the the failures of it. The whole time, the people who are selling it to you tell you it's a success. You see what it's done to our youth, and this is something that's right. not talked about. It wasn't talked about at all in in Buffalo, New York. That should have been the first thing. What medication was that kid on? My daughter was put on some kind of antidepressants a long time ago, and um, she had such terrible thoughts. I think it was about killing her own kids. She couldn't even tell me. But I think they got this figured out to a science where this antidepressants may make somebody go off and do a mass shooting, and this one may make them commit suicide. Well, you know what's funny about know. what you say, Tom? Thank you for the call. We got a terrible connection. What's funny about what you are well, not funny, but what's relevant about what you say is all of the disclosures that come with the advertisements for antidepressants. There's only two countries on the planet that allow pharmaceutical companies to advertise directly to the consumer. And we're the biggest, which is why we take 80% of the medication. It's also a side effect after the COVID. It's also a side effect after every atrocity. It's a side effect of a bad economy. It's another way to profit off failure. But not, let's not forget the, the main one. I, I had this cut up. This is a montage of all of the advertising for war. Advertising to not only rally up kids who normally wouldn't join and shouldn't join to be useful cannon fodder that we'll see on the tower or tunnels to tower commercials in the future, but who will now end up killing themselves. It seems to be an epidemic when you have 17 a day. And ironically, that's down. That's down from when Obama was in, off in office. It was 21 a day then. Arm the Ukrainians. Anti-tank. Get them armed drones. We need to make sure that we get them air defense systems. And ammunition. Lots of ammunition. Whatever we can get them, we're going to have to continue to arm the Ukrainians. Undisclosed conflict of interest. She's the chair of the BAE Systems Board of Directors. And by the way, I've been always for us to update and modernize our, our nuclear arsenal. That's important. I've got four more of those. Four more of those from every single station. In the future, when they do the autopsy of what happened in this country, it will see that you're not only propagandized, but it's through advertisement on the boob tube. Advertisement that has deceived the people so much that somehow we allowed an 81-year-old political whore for half a century 
to seize the most powerful office in the land. And the ramifications of that are you're now used to the failure. You're accepting of it. It's the only way you could explain these politicians. It's the only way the, the mentality of the country could be so low as to keep putting them in office. So yesterday, nearly 50 members of Congress sent over a letter to House Speaker Nancy Pelosi urging her to bring the Senate bill to the floor for a vote. And then when she was pressed by Fox Business on this, whether she was going to do that, Pelosi dodged the question. I think that any need for protection should relate to whatever threat that is there. And that's a judgment that is made by our law enforcement. This is about a bill to protect the Supreme Court justices that are having thousands of unattractive, fat women and emasculated men protest and intimidate their neighbors and their kids in their neighborhoods. Congress passed a bill to, to, so that they could have law enforcement break it up so they could stop doing that. Nancy Pelosi doesn't want that bill to pass because she needs a tragedy to happen for a multitude of different reasons. After all, she can't wait to have another Supreme Court justice put in there. What's the difference if one of them get killed? People. Thank you. Thank you. Passed bill, Madam Speaker. It passed unanimously. Do you have a plan to bring it up for a vote in the House? Care and protection depends on threat, and that's up to the law enforcement. 312-642-5600. You tell me she doesn't want a tragedy to happen. That's where they grab their most strength after this. AM560. Is it really Friday already? Macbeth texts me. He's like, did you see the Hillary Clinton story? Of course I saw it. It's a good thing that ferret face Merrick Garland from Chicago is in there to protect her fat, flabby ass again. It's a good thing. Kevin, Austin, Texas. Sean, I just want to say I was extremely impressed when I heard you use uh, the term boob tube. Oh, yeah. I'm curious if anybody under 30 knows what a boob tube is. Well, it has nothing um, to do with the female anatomy, if you're old enough to remember. It means you'll be a boob, a moron, a Democrat if you stare at the TV long enough. You remember your father telling you that? Oh, absolutely. He would walk He would walk two paces. I, could be, I had to make sure that I was six feet away from the front of the screen, except when I was up there changing channels for him, for my how older about, brothers. How about, yeah, I didn't even know I had a name. The whole thing was boy, boy you better pull your face yeah. out of that boob tube. I remember hearing that. I could hear it right now. Go ahead. Well, I, 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 I thought I was, uh, my name was Jesus Christ, and my brother's name was God damn it. <laughs> Jesus Christ says, God damn it, would you knock it off? Yeah, uh, yeah, perfect. Got all it. right, that being said, anybody who agrees with you, uh, is upset about what you're talking about, the corruption and all that, make sure you're registered to vote. That, uh, that ends on June, 2nd, June 12th. And make sure they get out and vote. If, you're you know, the eternal optimist, kid. You're the eternal optimist. Yeah, well, no, this show go. is, bro- is broadcast in the, the sewer of time. Illinois. This is the best time ever. The the approval for Biden is what at forty. Disapproval is at forty seven. Doesn't if you're not matter. Did you not see strategy? what they're doing? They're cheating. You think all of this is to make you feel good and give you that little bit of hope? It's it's that's it's why like when you're when you're away for two weeks, strategy. your wife says she misses you. You got a little bit of hope. You're going to visit the honeymoon. <laughs> you have no hope, kid. They got the system ring. The precinct strategy. Nah, you, you got to get go the to, precinct strategy. Twenty-six Dr. states. Have Dan Schultz. Have Dan Schultz on your show. It'd be great. Who's Dan Schultz? Dan Schultz is a guy that wrote the book about the precinct strategy. I understand. About Did he write it about Cicero? Change. Did he write it about Guidoville? Did he write it about he, Crook County? 
where Tony Preckwinkle, ta- six foot five, a stupid, and I think woman, can give away money to people's money to illegal aliens. Did did he talk about any of that? If people who are on the who listen to you and are upset as you are, if they are there watching people, it's it's harder for them for the other side to cheat. All right, not, I, got, I got a better overnight. idea. I like I, I like you. You're the eternal optimist and the precincts and yada yada yada. But I got a better answer. You heard Nancy Pelosi. Now let's hear a real American. Governor Ron DeSantis has signed a new law that makes it illegal to protest or picket outside a person's home. The governor pointed. Ta-da! Now there's a new law. And now we've got sheriffs in town. What kind of sheriffs does Florida have? Well, it's got good sheriffs. But we have received information on social media that some of the criminals were going to take their criminal conduct into the neighborhoods. I would tell them if you value your life, you probably shouldn't do that in Polk County because the people of Polk County like guns. They have guns. I encourage them to own guns. And they're... <laughs> Is that awesome? Is that awesome? Maybe that's how you could stop some of this. Breaking this morning, 10 people were shot to or dead after a big fight erupted outside a McDonald's restaurant on the near north side. Judy is live at State in Chicago. Judy? Where's the men? Where's the men that know the shooters to deliver them right to justice? Right to justice. Where's the men? Bring them on. Bring them because you see what happens when police try to pull them over, right? Bad badge numbers. Step back. Don't touch me. Step Come back. On. What's your name? The step back. Don't step touch back. me. Don't Do not even step don't back. Don't you touch me. Don't touch God, me. God, I don't miss Dickie, Dickie Leone. Potts from Monroe's Park with the Big Billy Club. Split your skull eight ways to Tuesday. Now open your mouth, punk. I had a good old days. Good morning at this time. We have little information about the two people who were killed. Chicago police say that they do have one suspect in custody. It is quiet here at the scene now, but there is... Maybe we should send all the street gangs and the drug dealers to Ukraine, teach them all a lesson. Yeah, you solve two problems in a one little stone. But then again, Raytheon, Halliburton, Lockheed Martin wouldn't be able to bribe their politicians. 312-642-5600. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. know about you but i've got a sick feeling in my stomach relying on a system that i know is corrupt it's called our electoral system are you kidding me you want me to believe 81 million morons voted for this dimwit and diapers i don't think so i never bought it after i saw the movie 2000 mules it was absolutely solidified everything i felt of course it's fraud so what's to stop it again see there's trillions and trillions and trillions of dollars at stake not to mention complete and total fascism that we're experiencing and we're pretending is an American principle. We're going to need good lawyers. I've got one of the best ones on the phone. He is a renaissance man of the law. He loves the idea. It is my shield versus the spear of the collectivist. He's one of my favorites, and I think he may be wearing a sweatshirt. Hopefully he has pants on. His name is Hans von Spakovsky. Hans, thank you so much for joining me. How are you enjoying the sweatshirt and hoodie, even though it's 90 degrees? 
Well, you know, I'm glad you said to it, but I have to admit, I don't have it on because we had the first day of the first heat wave of the summer in the Washington, D.C. area. So I have to admit, I am not uh, wearing it today. But as soon as the weather breaks, I'm sure it'll sure. get cool again. Then oh, gonna, it's going to be gonna a real conversation piece in Washington, D.C. And uh, you already have enough to talk about because we just went through primaries, right? And as the results are coming right. in, I'm watching the same Kabuki theater and same morons are telling me the results. And I say, ah, it's all a show. I don't, I don't believe it has any integrity whatsoever. Am I too pessimistic? No, I think you are too, too pessimistic because, look, a number of states have um, actually reformed their election laws. And I'll give you a very specific example. Um, look, one of the worst things a state can do is put in same-day voter registration because, obviously, if you allow somebody to come in on election day, register, and immediately vote, there's no time for election officials to actually verify any of the information that they're giving, um, particularly in states like New York that have no voter ID. Well, uh, Montana realized it was really stupid to have same-day voter registration, and they passed a law saying no more same-day voter registration, and they were sued, of course, by the left. And just a couple of days ago, the Montana Supreme Court said no, there's nothing wrong with getting rid of same-day voter registration. Not only that, but uh, Montana's actually got an ID law, but they said students who show up to vote with a student ID actually have to bring some other form of ID with them to show that they're actually a resident of the state of Montana and not just some out-of-state student who wants to vote in Montana and maybe also vote in their home state. Well, this is great news. This is surprising it is. news. It is. And, uh, oh, no, no, and, and yeah, no, and, and like, look, remember uh, all the huge election reform bill that was passed in Georgia? Remember, Jim Biden, uh, uh, Joe Biden went down there and gave this fiery oration saying that the Georgia legislature uh, were making Jim Crow look like Jim Eagle, that it yeah. all was intended to, for, to, to suppress votes. Well, uh, Secretary of State Georgia just released data on early voting in the state and a over a hundred thousand more black voters showed up to vote early uh this year than in the last congressional election in 2018 in fact that's three times as many black voters uh just showed up to vote as in 2018 which once again shows that all these voter suppression claims are just complete and utter, utter balderdash. So they have a real chance of losing. This is very, very, very good news. You'll have to forgive me. I'm from Illinois, where we have illegal well, aliens that qualify for all yeah, kinds yeah. of different sustenance. And we now know, thanks to uh, Congressman Johnson, that uh, Nadler, who was built like Cobblepot from the first Batman, didn't realize that illegal aliens were already voting in New York for municipalities. I'm still confused how they can separate. And if you can vote for a municipality, are there no federal elections? Are there no Congress people on the same ballot? How does that work in these in these cities and states that this declared themselves uh, to nullify immigration law and declare themselves sanctuary states? And they already have illegal aliens with ID and receiving welfare benefits. Well, yeah, and I mean, that's a real problem in places like uh, California also, where, you know, they've, California has put in an automatic voter registration law. So if you go in for a driver's license, they don't ask you, would you like to register to vote? They automatically register you without asking you. 
And since they issue um, driver's licenses to illegal aliens, just like Illinois, and Illinois put in the same thing, automatic voter registration, uh, we're dependent on bureaucrats. Do you trust them to not actually automatically register any alien that comes in? I don't trust them to do that. No, in fact, I think they rely on it. I think that they need it. It's obvious to me that that is the scheme, that is the system, and they're willing to sacrifice the safety and the well-being of, of, of the citizens is just one of the side benefits. The, they understand what's at stake, and what's at stake is a destruction of the American principles. You are a lawyer that specializes in every civil right and the First Amendment. Did you ever think, as you were going to school, that you would be living in an era in this country when a government that has done nothing but lie to the people in a bipartisan fashion for 70 years would have the audacity to come up with a truth ministry? Did you ever think you'd live in that, through that in this country? No. I, I mean, I would, have, I would have thought if somebody had told me that, that that's a satirical piece in the Babylon Bee or the, or the Onion. Uh, now, as we both know, they were so astonished the Biden administration, so astonished at the backlash that they have said that they are uh, temporarily pausing it, and the lady that was supposed to um, uh, head it has resigned. But the fact that they were, Sean, the fact that they were surprised by the reaction tells you what, what absolute contempt they have for the First Amendment. You know, their whole view is that anyone who disagrees with that Anyone who presents facts that show that they're wrong, that's misinformation. That's I mean, misinformation. This is, this is Third Reich stuff. I mean, I'm not, I'm, I don't think it's, it, 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 it's hyperbole. This is true fascism. This is, this is something I, I, I didn't even think the opposition to republicanism would sit idly by for. And I'm wondering, are, so they got rid of Scary Poppins because she was truly one of right. those she was one of those uh, Kamala Harris people that even the dogs don't like them. But what, what's, to, what's to prevent them from sticking in another stooge like Merrick Garland to run, co who's clearly, as the Department of Justice, it just renamed the damn thing, the Department of Injustice, as they protect the Duchess of Chaffington through a scandal that anybody else would have been in prison about. So what's to, what's to prevent them from sticking a, a likable, fair-faced Marxist mafia member in there again? Well, part of the Part of the answer to this, uh, one is continued public pressure, like we're talking about, that caused them to fire this woman. But the other one, look, the elections in November are the key, because if uh, Republicans take over the House and the Senate, well, then there's a possibility that they could actually use the power of the purse. Remember, the one big power Congress has, particularly the House, is the power of the purse. They can pass specific bills that say, no money, no funding as the Department of Homeland Security can be used for anything like this. And those, those are actually those kind of um, appropriations bills are, are actually effective. And that's the key to making sure this doesn't happen again. You know, part of my real concern is that in these bureaucracies, they have been littered with loyal apparatchiks of the organized crime syndicate called the Democrat Party. FCC, she was approved, and I can't believe it. Gigi Sohn is just as scary as Scary Poppins, just as determined to put forward the fascism 
and collectivism that the Democrat mafia has has been more than willing to implement, as you see, in every aspect of our life. What's to stop her from taking away conservative news stations, conservative radio, conservative point of view? Well, again, it's either, uh, look, I, there's no easy answer to this. But one is uh, taking over Congress to stop appropriations that do that. But look, the other is um, lawsuits and litigation by conservative groups and by uh, attorney generals from red states um, like Texas. I mean, look, I don't know if you saw, but look, there's just been uh, a number of states sued over the fact that uh, the Biden administration said it was going to end Title 42, which is the rule they had saying that um, yeah. uh, folks couldn't come across the border without being tested for COVID, et cetera. They were just going to end that. And we literally just got a court decision from a judge saying, nope, that's going to stay in place. You can't end it. The only reason that happened is because folks were willing to sue the Biden administration to try to prevent them from doing what would have been absolutely disastrous on the border. So you're you're with think tanks and you're with organizations. Is there a cons- an effort put forward to continue to do this? And I'll tell you what I mean. We need to sue the, the bureaucracies that are not only hiding relevant facts, but in, in turn misinforming us. I'm so sick of the stories that break, and then seven months later, it's, it, it, it's a news story. Things like uh, what happened to something as trivial as, well, not trivial, but something that was so broken in October of the baby formula that had been tainted with Chinese ingredients, and they were bad, and we knew about it in October. They did nothing. Now um, we had Johnson & Johnson pull off a warning of blood clots. We've got all the vaccine information that's being stifled. Shouldn't there be organizations that are constantly inundating them with suits to reveal the failures and the, and the corruption in the Biden administration? Oh, yeah. But, but in fact, there are a lot of organizations that do that. I mean, look, one of the biggest ones is um, an organization that, you know, look, I'm at the Heritage Foundation. Um, we, we work often with another great organization in Washington, Judicial Watch. Judicial Watch um, serves FOIA, Freedom of Information Act requests, on the administration all the time. The things they have uncovered have, have been uh, tremendous over the past few years. I mean, they actually do a really good job of that. And they're not, look, they're not the only ones in Washington doing that. We need more of it. And, you know, what? actually one of the good things that happened, and a lot of this is the fault of the left. Um, look, when the Trump administration ended, there were all these uh, high ups in the Trump administration, um, policy people, for, for example, up in the White House. They, they were blackballed by corporate America, by law, big democratically controlled law firms in Washington. And a lot of them have started new nonprofit organizations and think tanks. And they are out there not only filing Freedom of Information Act requests, but they're they're filing lawsuits and litigation against the Biden administration. So the Biden folks actually helped Good. engender the opposition that they are meeting now in the courts and elsewhere. That's why I want you off the bench. 
Come on now, I know you like enjoying yourself, but it's time to get off the bench. We need good lawyers. We need Renaissance men to go after the Biden administration because the reality is I feel that fascism, I feel that this kind of corruption is not acceptable, and moreover, it's not legal. I still have some serious questions about the origin of COVID, about the the fact that the FBI has hid relevant information about the the hard drive that they had in their possession for two years, and when asked, they said they lost it, like Mayberry uh, Courthouse. or <laughs> It's preposterous right. to me. It's the year 2022. Right. I, I can't believe we still have to put up with the idea that these incompetent political whores are somehow capable of monitoring the truth or controlling society when they've failed at virtually everything they've ever touched. Well, look, that's very true, and I'm hoping there's a change in... This year's election, and I certainly hope there's a change in the 2024 presidential election that will actually bring people in that will do everything from quit spending all of our hard-earned money to uh, actually reducing the size of all these federal agencies and offices so they will quit interfering with our lives. Hans, we need to have somebody with the foreign policy of Donald Trump, which I think was the greatest threat to the corrupt establishment that there ever was. I'm curious to know, is there any talk in Washington about the unreal, unbelievable fact that Joe Biden sent 700 troops into Somalia? I know it's not a question you'd normally get. It's not in your something you focus on. But that has to be, you have your finger on the pulse of Washington, D.C. There has to be some outrage somewhere. And I think that is something that should outrage people of all parties, that we have 700 troops going back into Somalia after Trump pulled them out. Am I the only one mad about this that you've heard about? No. In fact, I was uh, hearing discussions about it this week and in, in some of the national security circles in Washington. Everybody's looking at it. It's just another foolish mistake by the Biden administration. Although I will tell you, listen, we have some very, very good defense and policy folks at the Heritage Foundation who could fill your ear in about this if you want to want to get them on your show. I absolutely do. Um, I'm going to have Honey Bunny send you an email, send me some names. And then, by the way, if you're traveling in national security circles and you hear my name come up, could you at least give me a head start? i got a fast car. I just want to hit the keys, all right? Can you do that for me? In the meantime, I will do that. thank you so much for everything you do, and thank you most of all for making time for me and the fight you put up for all of the future of this country. He's Hans von Spakovsky. Thank you so much, Hans. Sure. Thanks for having me. We'll be back with your calls and comments after this. Back. AM 560. The answer. Did you ever hear Love Me Two Times? Into this house we're oh, born. Yeah. It's a great 312-642-5600. Let's go with Anthony and McHenry. Hi, Anthony. Hello, John. How are you? Very good, um, I am just honored to, for you to take my call. You got the doors playing. You got Tom Holman. You got Hans von Spakowski. What a show this is! Anthony from McHenry. That's um, exactly. I wanted to. Uh, I wanted to tell you. Yesterday, I was at an event for Tony Colatorta. He's running for sheriff in McHenry County, and uh, I think he's a, the right man. But I got right. to hear Gary Ray buying speak, and would you believe Sheriff David Clark? They were both there in support of Tony Colatorta, and I have to tell you something. Gary Rabine is a decent man of integrity, and he has all the acumen that Trump would have. And what makes me think that maybe, and I know it's a long shot, maybe this state could be saved, is if he could get out of the primary, the Republican primary. But the scheme, I think, and I want you to tell me if I'm right or wrong, I think that Griffin and Prisker are working together to stop him. 
Uh, Pritzker is funding Bailey, who I don't have any respect for, and obviously Griffin has got all his money behind Irvin. They, so that so that uh, Gary can't get out of the, he can't be the Republican candidate on this. Because once people realize who he is and what he stands for, they can't do the normal attacks on this man. They no. can't throw the dirt and the crap at this man. He's from McHenry County, you know. He lives up here in this area. And uh, he's just a decent man that could, he would be our only hope to well, save Well, what's the game? You, you know you this, think? Anthony. What's the game? It's the game is tails uh, uh, you lose, heads I win. It's the, it's the right. Hobson's trait. It's to protect the organized, the only systemic problem this country has, organized political corruption. So if you're asking me, would, would the powers that be, would the mafia mind, if Ken, Gri- or, uh, if Ken Griffin's political whore, Richard Irving, won? No, they'd love that. He's proved himself to be a whore in Aurora. That's where he yeah. owned his schools, his skills. And as far as Pritzker... They're probably upset they have to deal with his fat, useless ass because he thinks he's one of them because he was born into a trust fund. So I don't think they're always going to win, and that's why they try to fight vehemently hard to keep out decent people. And where is that Where is that protected? It's protected in the establishment GOP of Illinois, like that narrow-shouldered, pencil-neck rat lawyer that intimidated Devin when I had him on my show, and he said he was yeah, going to drown all- him in a sea yeah. of gold of Ken, of Ken Irvin's money. These are the scum. And he's the chairman yeah. of the GOP of the, the northwest section of the city. Who gives a rip? He's just another wannabe gangster. That's yeah, the saddest yeah. part about it. At least when I was a kid, the gangsters were yeah. men. You know, they yeah. dated you know, women. They could do a push-up. They're not like these pansies. So we, own a house. we own a home. We own a home in Scottsdale. I would love to move. We're raising a granddaughter. We're participating in, in her growth here. And the baby daddy, we, she loves her daddy even though he's a moron. We can't move her. And, and uh, that's why I hope and pray that there's some chance that this state could be salvaged, because I've got to be here for a while. You know, I hear I you, brother, but if Sean. not, you got Stop a good me. guy on your side. You live in a decent area, but I still say, you bring that baby down here. It's worth it. Pop to rent the apartment for the deadbeat dad. It'll all work out. Thank you, Anthony. It's nothing money can't solve. Tom in Blue Island. Sean, i got a couple of quick things for you. Uh, first... Just so you finished Went to Forestview today, case. which is about about halfway between Blue Island and Melrose Park. Mm-hmm. Uh, look at a job. Put 110 in the tank. Got me a half a tank in the pickup truck. Got you to the second with. is yeah, no, it got me to uh, Forestview, oh, which uh-huh. is not even half the, not even close to Maywood. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the other thing. Why is um, Ukraine going to be the next Afghanistan? Because on the news that Kirby said he's sending all these weapons there, and every story we hear is how they're getting their tails kicked. So are they going to end up with $40 worth of United States weaponry? Ukraine will be the next Iraq. The next Afghanistan will be Somalia. Iraq. And the third buddy, just on a positive, the Archbishop of San Francisco barred Nancy Pelosi from getting communion. I know you're not the yeah. uh, most, I, I don't want to say you're not religious, no, but I think you you're kind of like me. You would rather... Specifically, you know, I was born into Catholicism, and I find it funny. Right. As the, as, the, as the leaders of the pedophile underground all of a sudden find a backbone. So I, when he's done writing checks to abused kids, he can go ahead and pretend that he stands for anything of Christianity or religion or anything else. I don't give a rip. What the Archdiocese does about anything. 312-642-5600. Let's all go to the lot. Let's go to the movie. 
It's time for Friday Features with Sean. And now, on with the show. All right, now, mine is based on a true story. It's The Informant with Matt Damon. It's not new, but it's very interesting. And then the documentary is China Hustle. Absolutely fantastic. And then last night I stumbled upon an old series I used to watch as a little kid, and it brought me right back to when things were still tumultuous, but very, very good. Barney Miller. Boom, Possibly the best opening of any television show. Now it's your turn. Movie and documentary. Susan Northbrook. Hi, Sean. My movie is The Bad Sleep Well, and it's a Japanese movie from 1960 by Kurosawa, and it's about a man who seeks revenge from a corporate uh, corrupt cabal. Oh, so it's relevant in the 60s. Is he like a Chinese Charles Bronson? Because I'll tell you, I could go for a little death wish. No, he's more uh, plotting and, and shrewd. He oh. he's uh, he. It's really a, he manipulates people psychologically. All right, very good. I like it. All right, see, I never heard of it, never saw it, but I will watch it. What do you have it's for a documentary? Three identical strangers. So these, it's from 2018. Three young guys accidentally discover that they're triplets. They're triplets. Yes, I and saw. And they were it. split. I... Yeah. Yes. That there is interesting. Some I can't read this. Psychology experiment on these kids. All right, I'm going to try. I'm going to, I saw the, the, the promo for it at, on Prime. I think you can watch it on Prime, but I did not watch. This is good. Susan in Northbrook, you're clearly in the lead. Nick Kenosha. Hey, how are you? Very good. How are you? I'm all right. So I just discovered this movie this last weekend, um, Suicide Kings. Come on, you just discovered that? It's phenomenal. I, 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 I didn't know Walken? how I never knew about that movie. Absolutely I, I would phenomenal. Watch Christopher Walken, I would watch Christopher Walken work in a factory for an hour and a half. Yeah, you if know, it wasn't so. for that cohort and the murder of Natalie Wood, I'd be a bigger fan. But yeah, I get it. What else you got for a documentary? <laughs> uh, uh, Monster Camp. Isn't that for kids? Uh, no, no. It's, <laughs> it's actually for grown adults. They oh. go to this camp, and they... It, they oh, we broke up. Dragons, so... Oh, all right, very good. All right, I'm going to take a look. I thought it was... I'm confused with Monsters, Inc., which, by the way, it's the one thing I truly miss about having little kids. I used to love taking them to the theater to see that stuff. I'll never forget Monsters, Inc., one of my favorites. Dave in Racine, Wisconsin. Greetings and salutations. My uh, documentary is a mockumentary hosted by John Cleese called Norway, Land of Giants. Kind of a <laughs> surrealistic uh, look at uh, Norway where you everybody like wears backpacks. And... Norway now. Come on now. But all right, I'll give it a shot. And uh, the other thing is, and the film is one you I think you probably know about because you used the sound, is uh, Inglorious Bastards. Big fan. Big fan. And the I'm, thing I'm is... Brad Pitt fan. And the thing is, I like the idea of, of uh, the way to deal with the, our Fourth Reich uh, personnel is either bash their skulls in or uh, carve a swastika in their foreheads. Well, I'll tell you what, it's awesome. Take a it's look at, at least cathartic. Take a look at the Azov flag, and then take a look at that kid, that moron, that scumbag that shot up Buffalo, New York. Take a look at the patch he had on his flak jacket. I think you'll find it rather interesting. Robert Bloomingdale. 
Hey, Sean, I got two picks, and I got a quick question for you. All right. I got the Ten Commandments with Charleston Heston and 2,000 Mules as my documentary. And the question I want to ask you, what was it like meeting President Trump in Florida? That must have been an experience. Did you talk to him? I, I uh, had a back and forth with him. I didn't talk with him. I uh, had a, secure, a Secret Service agent was a very, very nice girl yeah. and she told me stand here you know right by the rope so i did yeah. and i was the last person he shook his hand when he came out of the room cool and i said mr president you were robbed and he said tragic horrible i said but they can never take away the successes he said that's very true and he, the nice thing about him when you shake his hand he's not like one of these political whores he looks right in your face and he engages you so um you know i cool. I, I disagreed with a lot of the people he had surrounding him and i disagreed with a lot of his policies but i completely appreciated the the absolute benefit to the country he was number 1 but yep. number 2 how much he threw a wrench into the real corruption whether it be the military industrial complex or whether it be wall street and for that those are the successes that nobody can take away from him so thank you it was truly an honor thank you and i wasn't I was surprised. Mar-a-Lago and, you know, where it is is absolutely beautiful. You drive three blocks away, you're in not such a good area. Kevin, Austin, Texas. Yeah, hey, Sean. Our movie is Seven Samurai. I did not. You I remember, do remember not, that one? I do not. What is it? Why do I not? I'm embarrassed. You've never heard of Seven Samurai. I'm having Seven a Samurai. So there's a Japanese version, then there was a newer version. It was made into a Western Seven guys get together and they protect the village. And then the other one, Yul Brenner is in it. I forget oh, who else. Oh, oh, oh. Yul Brenner is in it. He's in Seven Samurai. I think Samurai. in the Western one. Seven Samurai. I forget what it's called in the uh, the uh, Western version. But Seven Samurai is a very famous uh, Japanese one. Seven, seven mm-hmm. men get together to protect the village. Because I'm, you know, I'm always confused in it with The Last Samurai starring Tom Cruise. Um, yeah, yeah. That's always a good one. yeah. All right, what do you got? For, that's a good one. And what do you got for a documentary? Yeah, I don't know. You may have heard of it. I think you actually went down and watched it. 2,000 Mules. It just proves what every Chicagoan knows what's been going on for. What every person with an IQ over 60 knows. Thank you, Kevin. I appreciate it. It also explains how this dimwit in diapers got there. He stole it. Paul on the <laughs> south side. Hey, Sean. I love your show again. Uh, Call a few times. Thank you. Uh, uh, only one pick. Yeah, yeah, you are my favorite. Um, uh, one pick, uh, as far as it's kind of like a documentary, uh, Doctor Strangelove. It's one of my favorites. One of my oh, absolute my favorites. Yeah. It was so on point yes. then, and it's so on point now, Paul. Thank you so much for taking time to call three one two six four two fifty six hundred. Didn't mean to hang up, and you went long. AM five sixty. The answer. So I stopped watching news. Oh, good, good, good pull, kid. Good pull. You know, maybe I'll watch a little Happy Days, though. That always makes me smile. Remember, you're too young for Happy Days. Yeah, the fans. Uh, I stopped watching news here in the studio. Number one, the girl on MSNBC had the same outfit on day after day, and I kept thinking she smells like a foot. But uh, I put on Beach Volleyball Female. It's a nice. It kind of tones things down a little bit here in Studio Xanadu. It has the whole feel of fun. Lloyd, Gary, Indiana, a heterosexual. Hey, I got a well. movie. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I got a movie for you. I don't know if you remember or not. It's with Meatloaf. It was called The Roadie. 
No. And he was uh, traveling around with rock bands. It's one of my. It's phenomenal. Laugh. I, I, I truly yeah. enjoyed it. Very, very good. Alternative, you know, alternative fuel. Everything works if you let it. We are today might be the last uh, meatloaf. Uh, we got a word. We're going to start doing different stars and different renditions of the national anthem. So today will be the last time with meatloaf. And I love the movie The Roadie. Thank you very much, Lloyd. Well, at least it's the American anthem. Ex- uh, for now. Uh, Don't worry. For now, it'll be wonderful. Um, I will say this. Before I go, we were talking about meeting Trump, and it was wonderful to meet Trump. I had an, uh, an opportunity during Freedom Summit. I met Alan West, who I truly uh, uh, enjoyed very much, and I met Ted Cruz. And I had a, a, a time to talk to Ted Cruz. And Ted Cruz has this thing that he does that I love where he is ferocious in his indictments. So I know it's Friday Features with me, but I wanted to play this clip because I think it's truly relevant. You know, much of our discussions about elections today wouldn't make George Orwell blush. Uh, Democrats have routinely taken to decrying what they call misinformation and disinformation, by which they mean any information that is politically inconvenient for Democrats. Uh, That was illustrated most powerfully by President Biden's minister of truth, uh, this new appointee to lead a so-called disinformation board, a government board, who has been a wild-eyed partisan her entire life, who has repeatedly amplified things that were in fact disinformation, things like the bogus and fraudulent steel dossier she was happy to amplify. She's also advocated silencing uh, and censoring things that were unquestionably true, like Hunter Biden's laptop, which was... Politicians like that saved us from what could have been an absolute and total disaster. These are the kind of politicians we must always insist on backing. The only ones that give your money, do not give your money to the GOP. Let them sell themselves to the pimps of their political prostitution like Ken Griffin. In the meantime, support individuals. Stop supporting the party. The party has stabbed you in the back and is culpable for the failure of not just Illinois, but the country in total. They like this scam. It's time to break their backs. In the meantime, let's enjoy an absolute and wonderful rendition of not just a fantastic actor, but a wonderful singer, Meatloaf. Oh, can you see
a safe weekend. Stay away from downtown and Democrats in general. We'll talk to you Monday. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.